Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Smackdown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by another one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamlet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube, mm-hmm. where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review Friday Night Smackdown, but also Manaral, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh, AW Dynamite, AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a mega quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hamlet to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night SmackDown. How do they follow up SmackDown's sensational season premiere? Wow. Do you know what I think? You know what it is about cinema? Will Bond. <laughs> hey, Will Bond. I'll tell you the deal with cinema. <laughs> uh, Sidgwick does that first stack sometimes. You never know because you always got the toilet. I know, bloody hell. The thing about cinema is um, the best time to go to the cinema, in my opinion. I like the cinema. Uh, I think I've told the story on a podcast before of a rare date night me and my wife had, I think, early into the... Um, not long after the birth of our second child. Uh-huh. So at this point, we're getting uh, a babysitting night for, with two children. And we go out to the cinema, and uh, it was like a Friday or a Saturday, and it was uh, it was ruined by youths. And I'm not <laughs> one of these people that like doesn't want young people to go out and have fun times, especially when I don't think it's ever been harder for young people to even be young. But it was. It was ruined by people that have got more time on our, their hands than we have. Yeah. And like the film was kind of ruined by it. The cinema was really packed and all the rest of it. And other than Fridays, when you're tuning in at SmackDown, there, I've tethered it to what the title of this podcast <laughs> is. I think the best time to go to the cinema is probably like a midweek. Yeah. Like, it's quieter. I remember wait, Orange Wednesdays. Orange Wednesdays, right. You wait for the film to have been out a few weeks. You go on a traditionally quieter night of the week. Let's say uh, Tuesday, right. The best night to go to the cinema, I would say, is a Tuesday. Do you know what else is really good to do on a Tuesday? What's that? Go to a live podcast show, and there's almost no <laughs> tickets left with which to do it. Uh, November the 21st in Newcastle-upon-Tyne, the uh, stunning Mosaic Tap oh. is almost out of space. Um, how did WB, oh, WB, what am I talking about? How did AW frame it these days in 2023 with the business? <laughs> intimate, it's an intimate setting, uh, but it's one of the nicest bars in Newcastle. Yeah. It's my favourite because of its range of beers and because of the ambiance. And we'll never be allowed back after this show. Oh, Christ, no, yeah, I'm looking forward to my lifetime ban. But... Uh, if you want to be part of that lifetime ban, you've got scant amount of time. It would appear we've kind of we're getting a daily numbers check, and even we are surprised that this has gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say well, but I'm surprised that we sold any tickets at all. Yeah, it's nearly they're nearly all gone. Um, I thought it was going to be Anne Louise and Eric on the front row, and we'd be maybe Phil and Nicholas, all you know, doing the old uh, doing the old uh, pandemic crowd thing for WWE. Work the cameras, but also make it look like there's more people in the room. This is it, right? As dadly boys, as all three of us are, we should probably remember to check our privilege that, like, sometimes there are dadly boys or mumly boys that have to do this all by themselves. <laughs> yes. They don't have, like, uh, you know, they're single parents or whatever. We are very blessed to have other people in our lives that allow us to be this dumb and raise our children <laughs> and ensure that they don't go completely off the rails. And, yeah, there was definitely a point where I was thinking, right, Oh, it's, I'm so lucky to have my wife. who will be able to be in with the kids so I can go out on a weeknight and do this silly nonsense that we call a job. 
and then I was thinking, hmm, or we sell no tickets and we have to turn it into a crash. Well, like there's <laughs> there's uh, wives and children that have come along basically to fill the seats. No, that is somehow miraculously not the case. There are oh. very few seats remaining. Um, there's a T-shirt offer which people have been really generous with, where you can get a really cool and special one-off edition T-shirt. It's all still on whatcoach.com forward slash tickets. And I've not just folded a plug into the start of the SmackDown preview. For the sake of a plug, it is whatculture.com forward slash tickets, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There's not many available. Um, is the register, whatever it is, button still active? It is, isn't it? You can still buy. Oh, I believe so. Yeah. Get on there now. Um, but I've not just done that just for the sake of a plug. I bring this up because uh, SmackDown at this point is one of them things that I, like, I've become so accustomed to having it as part of my weekend wrestling consumption, that I'd almost be sad if it moved into a position where I feel like it belongs. I prefer my wrestling in a week, selfishly, because of our work schedule. I love it when all the wrestling can be packed into the week. Yeah. And then with SmackDown and Collision, there's always things I feel like I want to catch up on on a weekend. Um, SmackDown is so good at the moment that I have come to associate the... I love them, but the drudgery of a Saturday morning... Right, it's early, the whole weekend is still to come and I'm making <laughs> breakfast to love my children, etc. But like, it's for a man that loves cereal, they're the hardest bowls of cereal a week to make because about like seven o'clock on a Saturday in, oh, there's a lot of weekend left. Mm. There is a lot of weekend left to finish time. There's a lot of entertaining of children to be done and I'm there pouring the bowls. I've started to associate that with pouring the cereal, pouring the milk into the cereal with my right hand whilst holding my phone with the left hand and having an earphone in just glued to yeah. SmackDown, like cereal and milk spilling over the kitchen counter because I'm watching the screen because I'm not attached to it. I would now miss that Saturday tradition of watching SmackDown at, let's say, 7 a.m. UK time while allegedly entertaining my children <laughs> because it's this little joy. Oh, it's, it's this wonderful. little joyous thing that I've got on what is otherwise quite a bleary-eyed, uh, there's so much weekend to get through. This weekend, Will Bourne. Mm-hmm. I'm not backing down for my children. I'm doubling down. We're having our friends' kids for a sleepover on Saturday night. Kids, wow! Four children lie in the care of myself and my wife on Saturday night. It's all a transactional thing. We know that, like, because we've done that for them, oh, they've yeah. got to do it for us. You got to put. Don't these, screw me on this. Yeah, they say, you'll get used to this. You have to put deals in place with other parents. I'm not going to name somebody, but a family member of mine had by nothing but postcodes, nothing but postcodes, a. Uh, link to a child whose mother was in a very famous uh, indie band from the United Kingdom of the Top of the Pops era, soon to come, that I'm watching. I'm not going to name these people, all my family member in question. And said mother, who was in famous indie band, perhaps because she was in a famous indie band and was touring, was terrible for last-minute phone call. Can I dump my kid with you? It's Saturday night. Need a big favour. Not returning the favour, not paying it forward. I'll tell you when we're off the air because I don't want to get yeah. my family member or the indie mother in trouble. But yeah, developed quite a reputation in the WhatsApps as being better at producing the hit singles than paying back a parenting shift. Guesses, let us know. Like, have, have My you, mind's racing. If anybody, right, I'll make a deal. If anybody listen to this podcast and I do love engaging with those that engage with this plus my top of the pops addiction on a Friday <laughs> night. If any, So there is a bit of a crossover, I've noticed. If anybody guesses correctly, I will just go... In their uh, DMs or something. Maybe, so it's not yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, will, I will confirm that you've cor- guessed correctly, but I won't offer any clues. But a very famous female lead singer of an indie band uh, who otherwise... Wonderful mother, wonderful person, nothing but good reports, but uh, played the game a little bit. Yeah. With the old babysitting. Time to play play the game, take my kid, (laughs) I got a gig. Uh, I'm really excited about tonight's show. I thought last week's show was absolutely brilliant. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's funny to do the alliteration, but I genuinely believed I thought it was a brilliant establishing. For a pointless thing, a season premiere on a show that never ends, it did kind of lay out the next few weeks, months, booking sort of thing. I just... I don't want to, like, bring doom and gloom to a podcast I think we've both really enjoyed in 2023, covering SmackDown. And we were owed it. Like, we covered it for lots of years before that, and it was trash. Uh, I uh, I was a little bit... We were talking about the card this morning. You're going to have to bring the positivity here. Oh, don't I, you worry. I'm a little bit lower on this show from how high I felt off the back of last week, and it made me wonder if... Was the long-term build 
so effective last week that right, right now, I'm not mega into stuff. I don't know. I just, you were reading out what was on the show and I kind of felt a little bit of, ah, oh, I feel yeah. like I came out of last week's SmackDown more excited. Well, I think uh, in terms of, you know, you've got very limited things advertised on this show, but I think we can join the dots and take in some rumours to, to build quite an exciting show. Mm -hmm. I think it's safe to assume Roman's probably not going to be on this one. He may be on, well... Well, how he, far are we away from, from Crown Jewel? We like are three weeks, maybe. Three like, weeks, of, yeah. Has he ever done an unannounced one? Like, I know sometimes... I've, he certainly, yeah, have done ones where we've missed that he was... They've dropped a few the graphic, weeks back, I remember. They've dropped the yeah. graphic at, like, sort of three o'clock hour yeah. time when we record this on a Friday morning. But I can't remember a SmackDown where he's appeared. No. Where at least late in the day he wasn't advertised. No. But um, it's, you know, intriguing to see what they do next. Obviously, they went off the air with him standing over a beaten down or a speared, at least. Yeah. Uh, after he beat Solo Sokoa, mm -hmm. which is no mean feat, of course. Um, so I suppose it's it's what's next for the Bloodline and LA Knight, potentially leading to Crown Jewel or Survivor Series. And I remember to write this down when we talked about it on Raw. Will there be, with new D GM Nick Aldis, any repercussions for Jimmy Uso Showing up on Raw and costing his brother the tag titles. I really, really hope so. Like, I want them to take that seriously. They, um, so I've made no secret of how much I've loved the Jey Uso trade from pretty much the moment Cody said, look, I'm going to do what I think is right by people because it was a very Cody Rhodes in character. You're so nice. You've maybe not considered that this won't go down well with everybody. And then we've seen he's buggered other things up now because he yeah. like done the the, the uh, Trick Williams thing on NXT. Split those boys up. Yeah. effectively. like he does these things in like from position of a, like pure heart roll, as Jake and Amir would say. Yes, and it, but then there's all of a sudden there's all these explosions as a result, and I love that like about Cody because that's kind of a kayfabe version of what he did as a shoot in AW in 2021. <laughs> he's like he's created a kayfabe Cody verse, um, and I love we talked at length about all the ramifications on Raw and how brilliant that's been to watch play out. Oh, yeah. Jey Uso coming to Raw has been like an atomic bomb in so many people's lives. Brilliant. It, for that to feel as potent as it does, Jimmy Uso must be punished, right? Now, I know that Rhea Ripley has called in a favour with Paul Heyman, right? We've seen her on the phone. We've seen her, like, she pulls the strings now. Mm -hmm. Judgment Day does have a leader, and it's her. We've seen about the uneasy alliance that's formed between the Judgment Day and the Bloodline in order to deal with their respective problems and all that kind of thing. But that's not enough, is it? Like, yes, wrestlers can make phone calls, and yes, I will even stretch to tag team champions being permitted to travel as they please, as undisputed mm -hmm. champions. But unless you bring the hammer down on this stuff, anyone can do anything. Like, if in an, uh, in an attempt to get some revenge, Jey Uso turns up on SmackDown of his own accord, mm. does that not erode the magic of him going to Raw to try and get a fresh start in life? And like, why wouldn't Kevin Owens pop over to Raw every week to hang out with his mate Sami Zayn? Why would Sami yeah, Zayn yeah, be yeah. devastated? The whole thing, you can... As soon as you can start asking those questions, of which previously WWE would invite them, lately they've not... They've, like, tightened a lot of that stuff up. Mm. Like, as soon as you start asking those questions, you are not feeling your thinking. And yeah. I don't want to think. I want to remain feeling as high as I have done on WWE. So I would love Nick Aldis to address this. Um, I've got your LA Knight segment, even without Roman Reigns. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's drawing from one of your heroes in one of his most iconic roles. So you will definitely see this as a babyface move, right? Solo Sokoa, raging that he's been defeated, runs roughshod on SmackDown, starting with a sneak attack on LA Knight. Uh, LA Knight opens the crowd, welcome to Friday Night SmackDown, gets that moment where it's like, he's looking like a top guy. Friday Night SmackDown, spelt with it. Okay. Really good. Friday, Friday LA Night SmackDown, <laughs> yeah. Like the whole thing. Friday Night... <laughs> yeah. Friday Night... Smack, yeah, right? So uh, we've nailed that. Okay. <laughs> so he's doing that, and uh, Solo Sokoa runs out there of a brawl, and then there's a sneak attack. The bloodline beat him down, and they're kind of thinking, like, yeah, job well done. Anyway, Sushi and uh, Stakes on the jet. Oh, yeah. Flying back to the island of relevancy for the night. Their job's done. They get on the plane, and LA Knight is being taken out in an ambulance, or so we think. Oh. Because, of course, he's Stone Cold Rock Austin, isn't he? Uh. So we then cut back to the ambulance to find that he's commandeered it, drives to the airport, gets on the flight path where the plane is, jumps out the ambulance, and is, like, holding onto the wing, like uh, Jim Carrey and Liar Liar. Oh, my God. And he, we see the plane take off with LA Knight's legs, like, blowing in the breeze. <laughs> and uh, the teaser for next week's SmackDown is, did LA Knight make it to the island of relevancy? Oh! 
Oh, there we go. I love and it. He's gone. He's taking uh, himself to Roman Reigns. Yeah. Like, and then there's going to be a big, you know, tribal court. And the segments have got like 100% hit rate. Wait till next week's when it takes place actually on the island. Oh my god! Including like Roman Reigns as Judge Jury and Executioner, helicopter in his knob, and like Ellen Knight trying not to get distracted <laughs> by it. Ah, uh, yes, I love it. Booked it. I think it's genius. There you go. Yeah, I think uh, they do need to. He's getting his ass kicked tonight. Who? LA Knight. LA Knight. LA Knight's getting back. I think tonight. he's getting his heat back tonight. And he's kicking their ass because there's no Roman. Yeah. I think potentially, the I don't know whether it's sufficient because it's like, oh, big whoop. Your punishment for costing your brother, ruining the main event of our show, affecting the direction of world titles is you have to wrestle a match. I don't know whether that's punishment enough, but at least it'd be a step in the right direction. But I like the idea of, yeah, um, Solo Sokoa is banned and it will be enforced by the special enforcer in this match. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Jimmy Uso versus LA Knight, especially because he attacked LA, of course, uh, on last week's show. He jumped in whilst they were doing the back and forth with Roman and the sunglasses bit. Oh, my God. And the special guest enforcers, the uh, newest member of the SmackDown roster, one Kevin Owens. I like that. Um, Owens, I, I loved Owens' debut last week, but it was, they didn't give anything away, did they? No. Like, he stuns Dominic Mysterio because he just will hate the Judgment Day forever. He... Is he happy? Is he sad? Like, he didn't look gutted to be there. And a little bit of that, I think, was you were supposed to imply that, or supposed to infer that he's happy to be away from the Jey Uso drama mm-hmm. on Raw. But he has walked into, back into the Bloodlines crosshairs. Like, I like the idea that Kevin Owens will never, you know, never stop fighting and all that. You might as well stick Roman Reigns on the end of that t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. I, I quite like this thing that, like, if there's anybody that gets multiple shots at Roman Reigns and will just continue to try when his turn comes back around, it's Kevin Owens like, Right, he's beat me again. I give it a year. Yeah, like I, you know what I need. I need my third Royal Rumble title match. I was going to say, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> like I quite like that as a bit. Like and Roman Reigns just uh, we sort of used this last week, didn't we? Roman Reigns just sees him as the nugget mm-hmm. that he cannot flush. Uh. And like Kevin Owens likes that because it's got a link to Owen and all that sort of stuff. Like you know, you don't need to work at lean gate valves to know a screw when you see it. Yeah. And Roman Reigns is going to stick one on Kevin Owens and yet again cost him winning the title. What do you think of this, by the way? I love it. Do you think it's got the spire on it? Uh, well, I'm glad you said spire because it does look a bit like a Repo Man tire track. It, it looks a little bit like a tribal tattoo to a certain extent as well. But yeah, if you look, I'm wearing a Chesterfield shirt. You've, you'll see it on the news this the tri- morning. The tribal chest? Uh, it's got the old, it's the new, we're playing Gateshead this weekend, so it's a bit risky. Oh, that's kind of an Adam Wilborn derby, isn't it? We're, uh, we're, all, we're ah. at home, Chesterfield are at home. Ah. So I'm relatively safe. The Heed army will be travelling yeah. in numbers, I imagine. The managerless gate said, I do believe. Is that right? They've just lost their manager to, uh, you know, a team that's actually in the football league. So, um, it's Tony Mowbray versus Alex Neal. Oh, this yeah, you got stoked this weekend, haven't you? My ex and my six <laughs> uh, going into battle, uh, Stoke. And I know for a fact we have some Stoke listeners because... I was very jealous when Alex Neal got the job and things have gone horribly wrong and I don't believe the relationship has ever been good. No. And we uh, kind of went from strength to strength, actually, when Tony <laughs> Wilbury came in. But they did absolutely batter us last season. It was like Alex Neal's one good day was when he felt like motivated to beat Sunderland. Or he just knew most of the team. It was like, well, he's rubbish at that. He's rubbish <laughs> yeah, at that. He's yeah, rubbish yeah. at that. Just yeah. do that. And they absolutely battered us. So I'm quite nervous, but I could do with, uh, could do with getting a, a measure of revenge there. But I have told you that I want Sunderland to get about six tactical defeats and not get promoted. It's fun, isn't it? I love I love upper mid-table championship Sunderland, and I want us to be there forever. I basically, I've realised I want Sunderland to be Gunther. Okay, right? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Things are perfect while we've got the IC belt, right? You get lots of your clips shared on social media and loads of people that typically would never speak on this go, he's brilliant. Yeah. And like, in one case, over here, Gunther, like, it's that uh, Spider-Man meme, Gunther, Tony Mowbray. <laughs> Look at each other like, that's unbelievable. That's the best match I've ever seen. But instead of Intercontinental title, it's Sunderland AFC. Mm. And I worry about that promotion to going for the world title just results in heartbreak and more defeat. I don't need it. I love where Chesterfield are right now. Top of the National League. Uh, I realise financially probably the amount we've invested, certainly this season. We've got Will Grigg playing for us and people like that and a few players who Is he on down. fire? He's partially on fire. He scored last weekend in the yeah. FA Cup. He's like um, he's like a kitchen in The Sims. If you're kind of busy doing something else and you don't realise that oh, yeah. the cooker's accidentally up, yeah, the house is fine. I will say, Joe Quigley is unfortunately injured now, but um, he is uh, he's become 
I don't know who you'd compare him to in terms of a wrestler. I suppose a little bit like Roman Reigns, where everyone's like, I'm sick of you. Go away. No one likes you. Wait a second. Are you goated? Like, Quigley. Clutch performer, Joe Quigley. Especially with the J name. Like, makes me think of Jez Quigley from Coronation Street. Ah, yeah. That, like, evil drug dealer that Jim McDonald got out of prison and absolutely battered. He's like, what are you done to Stephen? I love that. Like, what are you done to Andrew? <laughs> i got to do it, Elizabeth. And then he absolutely beat f- out of him. <laughs> and it was like, you'd been waiting to see Jez Quigley get one for a long time. And they didn't just give you just, like, one. Yeah, it's like Jim McDonald back. It's, it's, like, like, it's like Brock Lesnar rocking up with the tractor. I thought you were going to say, it's like Bret Hart and Vince McMahon. you like, do I feel sorry for him, actually? Yeah. He's he's a, he, just, he keeps attacking him. Uh, also on tonight's show, in terms of stuff that's actually been advertised, Charlotte Flair finally gets a title match. Justice. Justice for the Queen. Um, I mean, in storyline, it is justified. Uh, uh, Oldest pointed out, look, she did get the victory, mm-hmm. uh, but the referee didn't see this submission at Fastlane. <laughs> Need to talk about Fastlane in a second. Please continue. Uh, yeah, but she uh, faces EO Sky tonight for the... Whatever the I was think WWE Women's title are we going with? Hang yes, on. WWE the, Women's title, SmackDown, Rhea's got the world. Yes. Um, I've also got two different pictures for the Judgment Day as Raw and SmackDown tag champs for some reason. Oh, I do like that. I do like that. You know, I took a big victory lap. You know, I, I took a big victory lap over nailing the finish to the uh, triple threat at Fastlane. Yeah. <laughs> the EO Sky moonsault while Charlotte had uh, Asuka. Yeah. Already forgotten who's in the match. In a um, figure eight. Oh, my God. Correct. Um, for both my nouse and the finish. I'm a hack. Oh. I'm a complete hack. Regular listeners will know that we've very much been enjoying the uh, cognitive dissonance between Todd Pettengill's introduction to In Your House and the arrival of Code Orange to do a very <laughs> 2020 Triple H. Welcome to In Your House! We're going to get in your house today! Uh, it doesn't work. No. It doesn't work. And I, because of this, I, I'm a absolute glutton for punishment. I watched the show, Will Bond. Oh, boy. We'd watched it enough times in the office that I was like, over the course of a couple of train commutes, I was like, Shall I watch in your house 2020? I think I'm going to. Oh, oh, it's happening. Yeah. It's happened. I watched Damien Priest versus Finn Balor. Yeah, they're yeah, friends now. They're friends now. But nah. I uh, watched uh, Karen Cross's best night ever against Tommaso yeah. Ciampa. Hammered him. Yeah. I uh, was about to watch the NXT World title match and then didn't. And <laughs> I watched the main event, which was Charlotte Flair defend the NXT title against Rhea Ripley and then Io Shirai. Yes, of If you course. recall, Io jumps off the house. I remember that. Like, uh, genius of the sky, only the sky is on a screen. <laughs> and the finish was Io hitting a moonsault on Rhea while she was in the figure <laughs> eight. And I was like, oh, you just nicked it. There yes. it is. Because as well, it was terrifying. You remember she cracked Io, uh, cracked Rhea in the head with her knee. Mm-hmm. And then Rhea had to tweet, I'm, I'm all right, I'm fine. I'm fine. It looked terrifying. I remember that, yeah. yeah. And that's how Io won the belt, and that's why I had it in my head. So I'm a talentless hack, and so are WB for recycling it. But it... Should be a fun match tonight. It's not going to finish, is it? I sense. Well, it might. I think it is. Mm, I think it is getting a finish. Uh, but I think it's going to get into finish via damage Katara interference. Because they've kind of weirdly back on the same page now again. Mm, I think. I don't, I don't classify this as direction particularly. But uh, I don't think this gets a finish. I think Charlotte Flair is overwhelmed ultimately by the numbers game. And maybe, maybe Zelina Vega returns a favour from last week. Okay. And tries to help out. But rather than running off Bailey and Dakota Kai and bringing it back on a one-on-one, it's your schmoz. And you get the tag match next week. Bailey and Io versus Charlotte and Zelina. Zelina's been beaten by Bailey, so I'm not saying she's the one that becomes part of this title picture. But I just don't think... I think this gets them out of the awkward problem of Charlotte Flair wanting what a shot. What might do, actually, now you say that. Mm-hmm. Um, because, obviously, Crown Jewels, what was it, two weeks away on yep. Saturday? Um, what they might do, you might be right there, is Charlotte Flair's got the match won mm-hmm. and Bailey just blatantly interferes for the DQ. Yeah. And... Rakes the eyes while she's in the figure eight. Shot like, enough of you. Goes after her. Dakota Kai comes in, numbers game. Zelina Vega comes down, maybe, like you say, to, to be like, no, I'm not having this. Charlotte Flair's, you know, helped me out, like you said, running down in them heels last week. But um, EO Sky's recovered from whatever. Charlotte Flair had her own figure eight or whatever. Um, and she attacks, and it's like, oh, God. Bloody damage, Katal. Three on two. Is there no one else? 
And then we get the return for Bianca Belair, which has been rumoured yep. by Mike Johnson of uh, PW Insider Elite. She's uh, allegedly set for Crown Jewel. So then you could have the trios match at Crown Jewel. That's it. That's exactly it. The uh, the Bianca Belair return, I think, is... I think you don't want Bianca Belair to immediately just be thrust into a title match. No. She should be in the picture. And to be honest, like, there is no division. You're either in the title picture or you're not. There's, there's a, like, you've got, I suppose you've got the tag belts, kind of, because you've got a QCG. <laughs> and, like, I do love Chelsea Green and Piper Niven, and they, they float a little bit. But this is kind of the only proper story in the women's division at present on SmackDown. And then you've got War Games. And then War Games is coming up, so you kind of want to be stacking armies. To like get you shot. That, I mean, that's not a bad line of War Games. you got... EO Sky, uh, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Bianca yeah. Belair. It's all of them basically. A returning Kyrie Sane? Yeah. Like, this is it, right? So I think you, at this point, I don't know if Dakota Kai is good to go. And if she's not, there's always an alternate. But let's just say she is. Um, it's fairly easy. It's line up Damage Kataral and Chelsea Green and Piper Niven, yes. isn't it? Yeah, there's yeah, there's yeah. five yeah. heels, or like I say, four if Dakota's not three. And then you've got your army of Damage Kataral and Nia Jax. That's pretty good. Nia Jackson War Games is very, very funny to think about. And frightening, but like really funny for the most part. I don't know what's happening with the women's war games because I can't at the moment, like they they're starting to get the ducks in a row and raw. Nia Jax is the chaos at the top of that division. Mm. And then on the underneath, I know you're not too pleased about it, but like it feels like something's going on with like how do I phrase this? Natalia and the losers. <laughs> it's like a bunch of dweebs. Yeah. Headed up by the top dweeb, Natalia. And King of the dweeb, queen of the dweeb, queen of the dweebs. But this feels like there's a purpose, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, like yeah. What's yeah. going on with Tegan Knox? When will Natalia get too sick and snap on somebody? Are these people? Oh my god! Like, imagine if they did Tegan Knox's turn, like Knox got turned on at War Games, like that. Like, oh man, you were there, weren't you? Oh my god! Yeah, it was one of the greatest moments. Like, I just want to back actually when we get downstairs. I've talked about this at length, but like, I didn't think that was in the opener, and I, I think it's the best WWE War Games match ever. The women's one. Rhea and Candice got on Pat McAfee on that show as well. Yeah, he was he was great. He was running up into the stands, and I was like trying to run to him. I, was like, I think security. Oh, like, yeah, that was it. Um, I've just got like so many memories of War Games, Leicester Survivor Series, uh, like, <laughs> and uh, it was that and Kevin Jeez. Owens, that and Kevin Owens going uh, top and tail on that card. Oh my god! One night. So yeah, and, and, and what, Dragon Ball return tonight to circle back to that. What's great is that NXT like never been bad War Games. Tony Storm scene missing, uh, 2023. <laughs> when did NXT go rubbish? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I do. I think Bianca Blair returns. I think it's that dodgy finish. No, they've sold like 13,000 tickets, haven't they, for this Jesus show? Jesus Christ, have they? I mean, do, I, I'll, unless I was reading this for the last week. Right? You I'm, throw these figures at me. It's um, one of those things where I read it and go, oh, okay. And then I go, wait a second. That, you've... Ch- you did this last week, and or like it was for Fastlane. Where are they? They were in the Frost Bank Center in San Antonio, Texas. Uh-huh. How many tickets do you reckon they've got left available? Well, I I'll no. tell you right. Last time here, Raw did in twenty twenty two seven eleven. So I don't know if that's the weird date where they do it. So maybe 11th that's eleven of July. July maybe. Yeah, did seven thousand nine hundred and fifty eight. How many tickets they got left right now? Uh, According to WrestleTix, nine p.m. last night. I'll say if it's a big enough venue for 13,000 or whatever, I'll say 1,000 tickets mm, left. Yeah, 20 tickets left. <laughs> 20 tickets left. Uh, tickets distributed. <laughs> 13,675. Yeah, Bianca's probably going to show up tonight. The roof's going to come off the goddamn place. Look at the size of it. Do you remember, like, the wide shot they did at Fastlane? And it, like, I like WWE at the moment, but it was only Fastlane. And, like, yeah. every wide shot was like, that's massive. <laughs> it's, abs- it's full. You've gone to... Freaking fastlane, and like I can't. It's great. You're gonna win a car by buying a <laughs> ticket. It's just these crowds, man. Like I have read uh, comments to the tune of um, me and you, especially, and you know, like on Raw this week, Cedric was very much in it. Like, oh god, these two fed heads, these dweebs, <laughs> the, you know, yeah, just fair. praising the nonsense, WWE, whatever. And like, as usual, it's the same, it might as well be 2017, it might be now. As long as we've been doing these things, I've always tried to hold true to the point that we just say what we think, Yeah. right? In all the periods where like we were just getting grief every week for being biased towards Dynamite, we were just saying what we think. And like, it's and week to week to week it can change. And then some people will go, huh, just change opinion with the wind. It's like, well, once again, it was just the opinion. Like I, I really, 
if nothing else, if I have absolutely zero honour in anything else about this job, and I don't, it's just that. Yeah. I will just fundamentally say what I think. Now, I can't help what I like, and I can't help where my taste is skewed. And I know I have a sickness called like in WWE. <laughs> I acknowledge that as a disease, right? But loads of the people have apparently got it too. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, buying a WWE ticket is a new pandemic. Like, because every <laughs> f- is getting it. Like... These numbers that you just chuck at me every week. Oh yeah, not much uh, happening on SmackDown tonight. Twenty six thousand people. <laughs> Excuse me, wait. Like, did you read that they've um, lifted the back bit yeah. of the Survivor Series stage? So we're probably going to get something more. Do you want to come like, and not watch Survivor Series? Like the frigging. I, I want people to join us. Fingers crossed. We're both going to be available. Obviously, our situation is now slightly different. We've not been able to do as many of the live streams. We had a great front end of this year, but obviously. After Wakey Sumer and the arrival of Eric, like, streams are trickier. Yeah. We are trying, no promises yet, we are trying to put together something for Survivor Series. Come on. Stay up late and get silly and do that. Don't screw me on this one, Eric. That'll be great. Get the jellies out. Great night. The punker comes back in the main event all as well. (laughs) Um... But I worry that we'd get no viewers because everyone's <laughs> attending. Like, the whole world and his kid is going to the Allstate. Like, I'm, I, I need to check that I haven't got some tickets. Like, I might have bought some by mistake out of sheer hype. Yeah. They've lifted off some of the backstage. It's going to look... This is the. I was in the Allstate for those... We were looking to enter a Slim Jim competition to try and go. I was raging today? that it was US only. Like, the also, I was at the Allstate and the atmosphere was the best. Yeah. Like, in terms of an arena, been in Madison Square Garden, been at a stadium, WrestleMania's, uh, Wembley Stadium... Like, the Allstate is still, like, top three, I would say. Okay. Like, real magic. The acoustics are whatever, what people say they are. The punk money, the bank entrance. Yeah, there's lots to it. Wooden panel ceiling. Gorgeous it is. Like, they've had to dismantle half of the Titantron to put more people in the frigging thing. Jeez. Like, it is, it's a thing. Like, WWE being hot is not just our stupid, uh, we're, like, we're like nonsense. Last thing on is wrestling. I want more skits. It's hot. Yeah. WWE's hot. Like, it's been WWE's year. You you. You can take any subjective taste, and I welcome you to have my. There's a listener, forget his name, Mark something, Michael. Um, that rains. We'll call him Twat. And uh, he made a point when they went, and Tuesday Night War was happening was, I will, Tuesday Night War, I'll do what I do every week, I'll watch AEW. And he's right. Yeah. Like, you absolutely, like, like the wrestling you like, and that's a message that we stick to in, like, in this little space we've curated. Mm. Uh I mean, not any other people did that, but you know, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm trying to keep this good for you. <laughs> L- like what you like, like what you like to the very, very end, the bitter end. But at this point, objectively look upon yeah. 2023 yeah, 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 as yeah. being WWE's year. Mm-hmm. And I say this as somebody that's like was in person for AEW TV taping and pay per view. Mm. Like, objectively, this is their year. The tide turns, the business moves in cycles. Blah 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 blah. These crowds, man, that's bonkers. Holy isn't god it? damn! A Bianca Belair return. Used to be the kind of thing. It's like uh, they could probably do with saving that for like something big at the pay per view because the card doesn't look great. Yeah. Something big at the pay per view is every friggin' Friday night. <laughs> like, ro- and roll with it as well because yeah. it won't be like this forever. No. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, in terms of the rest of this card... Speaking of roll with it, that'll be on top of the pops in a few weeks, I think, oh. if I've got my uh, calendar right. One of the most overrated bands in history. Here he comes. 
Liam Gallagher's uh, definitely Oasis movie. are the Lord of the Rings of music. Oof. I mean, I'd rather sit through nine hours of Oasis. Right. I've never watched Oof. the Lord of the Rings films. I don't know. That's, that's a tough call for All me. All three Lord of the Rings are nine By hours. By the way, of before people go on Twitter and be like, eh, you've got, you know, well, Arctic Monkeys suck, blah, 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 blah. Mm. I'm not saying uh, Oasis don't have good records. They have some phenomenal records. They have records that I sense when, it, when I eventually get the pass out and me and you are back in town... There may be footage leaked of us singing along to a rock and roll star. Sorry, or I'm a... thinking about how like that sounds like a sequel to like that Babe film, doesn't it? Like, there was a lad at school that I still think about now who like saw Babe Two was at the cinema, but he didn't know it was called like it was Babe Two, Pig in the Pig City. Is it? Yeah, he was like, "Are you going to go see that? Are you going to see the new Babe film, Babe Pig in Town?" <laughs> <laughs> and it just makes me think of like a pig just going out in like Scarborough or Newcastle, just going to a couple of clubs, being sick down an alley, getting a t- getting a takeaway, going home, just like being hung over the next day. Babe what's, two. what's this? Bacon cheeseburger. Oh. What have I done? Last 15 minutes of just having a sad Sunday where they feel a little bit ashamed, they feel a bit tired. Then Monday morning, babe goes to work and it's <laughs> like, you all right, babe? I'm still a bit rough, to be honest. I kind of overdid it on uh, yeah. on Saturday. <laughs> like, logging onto the computer, it's like, oh, God, I hate when the screen gives you a bad head. <laughs> Going to Greg's at, like, quarter to ten to get a breakfast. Yeah. Like, has that turned you around, babe? No, I got bacon. Oh, that's actually made me feel worse. <laughs> so I'm not saying Oasis are all bad. I'm just saying... In terms of proportion of their work that's actually good, mm. it is it is low. Well, the one bit of the work that is well, one of the two bits of the work that is, and good. they're both arseholes. This is it, right? I've had a few mates asking me if I want to go to this Liam Gallagher definitely maybe show. It's thirty years. Is happening or not? What are we talking about? That, you're the, you're the, that's the worst. That's the worst thing you've ever said. Think of the ground that covers. That is the worst thing you've ever said in a podcast. <laughs> well, God's subjective change. Yeah, definitely maybe. Yeah, Liam, I just want a yes or no. Yes on yes or no, right? I I, I, I finish the story. Morning glory. <laughs> I pulled it right. Just when I thought I was yeah. out, I'm back in. Oh yeah, that's really good. That is really good. Should we see if we can go through them? You remember when we did the entire calendar of wanking months? Choose <laughs> so, January, fat February. Well, you could easily do standing on the shoulders of the giant. There we go. Standing on the shoulders of the giant. Yeah, there's I'm, another I'm one. Struggling now. No, I'll, I'll get through it. All right. Uh, don't believe our truth. <laughs> that's another one. Uh, what we got for? I'm, I'm going to get the discography up because I'm not going to be good at this. Killer Bee's here now. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, right, let's start from the beginning. Uh, we didn't actually have one for Definitely Maybe, did we? No, but... but that, that's where it was. That's card subject. That's, that's card, definitely card, Maybe, asterisk, card, card subject. subject. Yeah, it's really good. Finish the story, Morning Glory. Uh, Killer Bee here now. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the Giant. Can we, can we have Sand the Shoulders of Andre the Giant? Shoulders <laughs> of Andre the Giant. Heat's later chemistry. <laughs> Don't believe our truth. Uh, what else is left? Uh, that's just the, just Have the we one. Done them just the one. Uh, road dog out your soul. <laughs> <laughs> Grave dig out your soul with a dead man. Dig out your soul. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> tick 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 tick. What were you talking about? I don't know. And Nick Aldis, when he was on Gladiators, was Oblivion. The big O. Oh, God, yeah. Oh. The big O is. So there we go. <laughs> and he's the GM. So uh, Logan Paul's going to be on this show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he beat Dylan Dennis. Don't go and watch it. It nope. was an embarrassment to boxing. And I, I'm not even that big of a boxing fan. Mm-hmm. But I will say, what a bloody worker he is. On to the next one. He gets the mic. He goes, well, that knobhead's been horrible about my missus. And let's move on. Rey Mysterio, I want to win the US Championship. They're having a face-off tonight. They're clearly heading to Crown Jewel, one yeah. would assume. Logan Paul is categorically the heel in this, but I am enjoying how Rey Mysterio continues to T-Pain Santos Escobar. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Title shots. <laughs> uh, you, you, and Santos Escobar. It's like I don't know. Logan Paul. <laughs> like, it just keeps happening. It just keeps happening to poor old Santos Escobar. It's great stuff, this. It is great stuff because, as we said all along, Santos Escobar has got to believe he is right to do the worst possible thing he can do, which is electric chair Rey Mysterio on the mm-hmm. ramp. Right? Nobody would ever dream that apart from me and you every single week for four mm-hmm. years. Oh, my God. So, yet again, we have more evidence that Santos can build in his case that Ray is ducking him, that Ray doesn't really want to, like... Give him a fair fight. You know, they've had the title match. Ray, Ray believes it's done. Mm-hmm. And now they can move on with their lives, of course. The match is happening. The match is going to be great. It's going to be perfect as well, because on tonight's show, not to get ahead of ourselves, 
Santos Escobar is in action mm-hmm. against Montez Ford, and Ray's going to be getting ready or doing admin or not there, busy yeah. with Logan Paul stuff. So when the rest of the Street Brothers and Bobby Lashley show up and destroy Santos Escobar, he's going to be like, where the hell were you? I love that as well, because like in that turf war, How's it gone for the LWO so far? Yeah. Not great, is it? Like the, it's the one point where Bobby Lashley, other than the um, the fastlane win, thanks to Carlito, who by the way needs a receipt for his help. Like Bobby Lashley is going to kick his ass, right? Yeah, that beatdown from the Street Profits was unreal to write both of them out of the pay per view. Um, so you don't foresee. Yeah, I, would, they, I wouldn't buy. I wouldn't be a, a down. Uh, have a problem if they just never appeared on screen till like November. Oh yeah, Royal Rumble comebacks. Yeah, <laughs> they've been injured ever since. Uh, yep, I watched the the bump that uh, Wacking Wild took, and I thought, well, see you in twenty twenty four, pal. So yeah, Santos Escobar getting his ass handed to him. Yeah, he's um, losing that match against Tez, isn't he? I think so. And does he lose through rampant interference and a post-match beatdown where Carlito could justifiably be quite late to the save? Or better, better, Carlito's by Rey Mysterio's side for the big face off with yes. Logan Paul. And then Santos does the so old... You have Jake there as well if you want to get the heat on Logan. Yeah, Santos next week with the old Dean Ambrose. Where were you, man? And he's like, um, yeah, sorry, I should have been there, shouldn't I? Like, uh, I see you caught up in your own business again. No worries, Ray. It's fine. Logan Paul, I get it. It's a big match. Like, let's let's just cool heads prevail once again. It's not very cool anymore. <laughs> like, it's great. It's good stuff. And like Logan Paul and Rey Mysterio, just to comment on that match briefly, um, should be great. We've got Law as well. We Law. were there. We were there in person for Logan's debut. That was so amazing because it was like, okay, yeah, very good. Logan Paul, you're an athlete, but... This just doesn't automatically translate. Oh, wait a second. I think you're one of the best guys on the roster straight away. It's uh, it's going to be great for Logan Paul to be like, look, it was amazing at WrestleMania 38 to make my debut against one of the legends of this great sport. And you, Rey Mysterio, because I'm talking about your dead beat. He's done the reverse Nick Aldis to, yeah. That's it. Like, flip that directly. Uh, do the big, that big, like, Logan Paul smirk that he does. Throw a bottle of Prime and whatever. Uh, like, <laughs> the Ricochet match underwhelmed. Yes, me, that's fair. SummerSlam. But the Roman Reigns thing was one of the greatest pieces of business in the history of our sport. So, Logan put, like, the last year. Yeah. Like, so... Um, you can reference that. Say, like, you know, look, I, when there's titles on the line in Saudi, look mm-hmm. how... What I can do. He invented that. Um, I moved, didn't he? The one in Saudi last year where he did, like, I'm terrible at describing moves or naming them. Somebody should come up with a name for this. Where he did the bit where, so you stand on the apron, mm-hmm. like, pull the top rope and use the top rope to propel you, you know, like a flip into yeah, the ring. But it's, so, it's such impactful. It's like, it's like I'm not really a, a hunter, but I describe it as like a boom, like a buckshot. Yes. And, and it was like, it, a, not a clothesline, really. It was more of a... To f- like a Bradshaw or yeah. like a Stan Hansen or like more of a lariat. Yeah. Like it's, and it was so impressive. Like, you know, I'm the biggest punk guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Biggest CM oh, Punk yeah. guy, right? But I love that CM Punk never knows what he can't do. And <laughs> CM Punk, I assume. I'll tell you what he can't do. Go to Impact because they're not going to have enough money for <laughs> no. him. I like, I love, I'd love to see what happened there, but I don't see it. Such a, such a, like, CM Punk sees something and thinks, I want to do that. And I mm-hmm. believe I can. So he just does it. Like, such a big Logan Paul fan, I assume, that he gave it a go. <laughs> it just couldn't couldn't quite couldn't quite master it in the way that Logan Paul did. But like Logan's gotta come out in a ray mask, hasn't he, again? He's I'm, I'm fairly certain he did that previously. Yeah, I would be very surprised if he didn't just like lean into that kind of eating heel that he's very good at playing. I know like he's done a bit of both, but ahead of the Ricochet match, like the builders better in the match, ahead of the Seth Rollins match, he's found his um not found his calling. His calling was already healed. WWE tried to box him into being a face. Yes. But, like, his calling is as he's this. Got, he's got baby-faced at 38. Yeah. Like, his calling is as a heel. So, Rey Mysterio is perfect to put him up against. Uh, the thing I, don't, I won't know until the night is who wins. Yeah. Because I think the belt needs to stay with Rey for the benefit of the Santos you thing. You can't keep beating Logan all the time, though. You can't. And Santos screwing Rey... Is a way, oh, or like even if it's inadvertent, or is it? And then that becomes the thing. Like I think there's a, I'll win it back for us, Ray. Oh, that's good. That is good. Yes, it's all factoring in. Yeah, it's, it's Santos Escobar Montez Ford. We haven't gone in, in super granular detail. I think Montez Ford. I'd hope Montez Ford wins 
Via shenanigans, but not by, like, Bobby Lashley interfering too much. Yeah. Just Montez Ford starting to cut corners. Because mm-hmm. the, the story for me, and I'm, I'm into it, and I don't subscribe to the thing of, like, oh, they're dead because they immediately lost their first trios match. Bobby Lashley is still in the midst of corrupting um, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. They have told that story, and I'm letting it play out, of we've been good guys for so long, it's really against our nature, even if someone just trips someone on the apron. Right? Yeah. To be like, oh, do I want to capitalize on that? And now Bobby's going to be like, you want to get further in this business? You want to stop this crap losing streak? You want to get in this nice gear that matches me? I did look at it. And then you're going to have to start cutting corners. And I think... It's Lippo, isn't it? Like, we have agreed that we can can let it play out in WWE more than ever before. Certainly more in the time we've been covering it. And I, my patience has worn thin on this already. So I could do with... I think I need that bit of the story to end. Like, Mm. ASAP. I will buy it pretty much up until this week. it's. I think it's partly because of this Triple H and no stables allowed to get along thing. So while that's pissing me off anyway, the fact that like the Street Profits kind of look like mugs. Yeah, yeah, Bobby yeah. Lashley looks like this like, disapproving dad. I just don't really buy it. The two, Montez Ford like, and Angelo Dawkins are too, A, too nice. B, they radiate too much cool. You don't want to see them as these like bollocked, downtrodden no. figures. So like if they're going to get bad, just get badass. Yeah. You know, like that's uh, I, like, I'm kind of... Even as, like, cheats in wrestling, I'm kind of tired of, like, low-down, dirty cheats that don't get their comeuppance. Like, and speaking of Eddie Kingston, he's going to get his on collision, and it's the only <laughs> reason I've been jealous of Sidgwick for the first time in forever. Memphis Street Fighter, yeah, we'll preview like, that later. They can't be those. Yeah. They've kind of got, like, the Street Profits rule. It's going to be an absolute banger of a match as yeah. well. And, and that's the other thing. I don't want to... I'm, I'm finding myself not anticipating... With excitement, Street Profits tags and singles, and I want to again. Yeah. Because at least when they were babyfaces, they brought the energy. Right now, I, I don't know what they're bringing. Do you reckon they have for the Logan Ray thing, not tonight, but at Crown Jewel, Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Prime Bowl in the corner? Oh, man, yeah. It's double, yeah, double mascot, double sponsorship. WWE can't believe the look. <laughs> Quinson. Oh, yeah. Um, well, it takes some real, like, dumbass to be pouring soft drink on cereal instead of milk. <laughs> But if, like, uh, Logan Paul's got his cinnamon toast crunch, and then he's just like, you know what, go perfect with this. And then, like, Ray, who is, like, in kayfabe, a devotee of this stuff, and, like, he's just, like Logan's got the prime, and he's tipping it, and he's teasing it, and Ray's like, no! And knocks the prime flying out of his hand. Oh. And, like, quickly pours the milk on before, like, a, it's that one drop of prime, like, he's here. And, like, Ray dies, he knocks the ball flying, and, like, what do you not want cinnamon toast crunch? Like, it's a great sponsorship for us. 6-1 prime? No? Does that work? Go for that. Um, if you want to see a video of um, someone pouring pop on um, cereal, welcome to Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. I hate them, you know. Like, how was it? Not great. I don't like <laughs> ce- I don't like cereal waste. I don't like food waste. No, and I do love Mountain Dew, and I hate Mountain Dew waste. It's a you know, it's still a bit of a um, treat over here. Oh yeah, you have to go to news oh, agents. Yeah. You have to go to news agents and not tell people where you got it so they don't get in trouble with Johnny Law. Um, but I, it was just it just made the. Um, like the fizziness or something. It made this, like, the texture. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
profile in my mouth all wrong. Ooh. Taste, fine. Yeah. Mouth feel, abysmal. <laughs> Don't do it. One final thing to do then. It's time to play the game! Time to play time the to play game! game. <laughs> we got John Cena for a, a couple more weeks, I believe. Uh, bare minimum. I sense he'll probably do something at Crown Jewel. Um, but for tonight... Did it, did it, did it, did it. Who's he going to fight? All right. A John Cena unadvertised singles match. That checks out. I have the SmackDown roster open in front of me. Uh, I'm scrolling through it. Uh, oh. I've got some idea or something there. I'm scrolling through it. Uh, when are you ready? Tell me to stop and pick a number between uh, one and four. Stop. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh. Two. Oh, okay. Uh, I wanted to give you the one you wanted there. Sorry, but well, yeah, three and three and four were were, were ladies. Okay, so that won't work. Grayson Bloody Waller is who I picked. Is who you've picked. Oh, number one would have been Elton Prince. It's funny you say that, right? I was thinking, does John Cena, if there's only a couple of weeks left, does he get in some some sort of promo thing with it? Pretty deadly. That's what I was. It was on they, my mind that like I'm so happy they're back and doing. Exactly what I thought they were going to. Yeah, it doesn't need to be something hugely meaningful. Yeah, but I, they strike me as the act that John Cena would think I could have a bit of fun with you for a yes. couple of weeks. I, I don't know why. Like as soon as they were back on SmackDown last week, I was like, Oh God, I've missed you. And I don't know. That feels like a John Cena time waste. If, if there's nothing, he's got Solo Sico potentially at Crown Jewel slash early next year. We yeah. would, we would assume. Beyond that, do some daft. Yeah, do some daft, and pretty deadly would be the choice I would make there. There we go. Completed it. Stick. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts ahead of SmackDown tonight on Iggy. Iggs. At What Culture WWE. Actually, they can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hanfler at. Uh, whatever people say I'm, um, that's what I'm. Uh, Scott, you're too hot. <laughs> Two of my favourite things combined. At Michael Hanfler. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture. Suck it in Cena. Very nice. The uh, the <laughs> the car brackets from Fastlane. <laughs> Don't sit down because I've moved your electric chair. <laughs> uh, what Culture Wrestling podcast on YouTube and whatculture.com forward slash tickets for more of this. Brian <laughs> Cage. <laughs> Tony Storm. <laughs> um, there are so few tickets left. I don't know. <laughs> We might sell it out on, on the... I was going to say on the strength of this. Mm. In spite of this, we might sell it out. Uh, the AW Collision and Barrel Builds <laughs> preview coming later on today as well as live wrestle culture on the YouTube channel. It'll also be out as an audio podcast as well, of course. But for now, it's been the SmackDown Preview. My thanks to Michael Hampler. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. <laughs>